Hi there, it's Time Out, it's Bill Price, and welcome to our coaching session entitled The Leader as Manager, Coaching the Leader as Manager. As you pull a A4 paper closer to you, I'd like you to turn it um, that it's landscape, and today I'm going to coach um, the coach, or I'm going to coach the leader and stroke manager within. It's very difficult um, always to determine the differences between leadership and management, and there are thousands of books that are written on the subject. And basically leaders are people who are involved in the greater vision, they're involved in the maintenance of drive and commitment and connection, they involved with uh, working with intelligence. they involved with higher levels of thinking. Uh, they involved with philosophies uh, rather than processes. they involved with paying attention to uh, orchestrating and facilitation and intentionality of influence. And it's a highly people-skilled orientated uh, process, the, the leadership process. Management at times is seen as the subservient set uh, of leadership, but um, a leader also has to self-manage. And uh, a leader has to be able to be successful and to be proficient. Uh, as a leader, there's got to be a management component. And um, we're going to do two things. So if you could divide your page uh, in half, on the left one half and on the right one half. And on the left hand side, we're going to be paying attention to um, the, the, the circles um, of leadership. So you'll be drawing um, five circles, so a center circle and four circles um, layering from the, the, the center to the uh, outside. And so while you're busy doing that, and then on the right-hand side, we're going to be paying attention to four particular areas of management proficiency um, that we as leaders need to develop. And I'll be uh, talking you through that. And uh, you're going to be taking notes, and then you're going to rate yourself, and then we're going to shift you um, into action. So the difference between coaching and training, training is just downloading of information and then asking broad questions about, so think about it and what do you think? Whereas coaching says, no, 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 let's take what you've, what you've paid attention to. Tell me in the real world, how would you measure that? Where are the gaps and uh, why do you need to close the gap? And what benefit would it be overall to the organization and to you as a leader and to the impact of the team in terms of effectiveness and efficiency? Uh, what would that mean to you? So coaching takes you on to the process of working in a very systemic way towards uh, impactful outcomes uh, and solutions. That's the difference between uh, coaching and mentoring. When one works with uh, the management of, of people and the management of processes and systems, um, you, you're working with people that are looking for basically four things. They're looking for significance. So there's this constant, constant call to feel significant, to be 
um, visible, um, to be respected, um, to be current, um, to be part of. Um, the second quality is the quality of the, the productivity. So it's about the quality of work that has to be facilitated and orchestrated as a, a leader manager. And uh, along that is the clear expectations um, and the integration of our skills. Um, the third thing that has to be led and managed is um, the challenge for the personal stimulation and the building of personal strengths and the resources, not only of each individual in the team, but inter alia also the uh, resources of the organization. And then the fourth area that is managed and led is the area of uh, the deployment of the resources in terms of the connection of strengths, um, the spans of control, the command, um, the logistics, and the fusion of all strengths singularly and uh, collectively towards the fulfillment of objectives. So when one is doing leading and managing, you, you're paying attention to uh, the different elements of managing and, and leading. So we're going to look at particular models. So there are in the center circle on the left-hand side, you then have um, four other circles that, that flow uh, parallel to this particular center circle. But inside the center circle, I want you to write that, that it's about management, is about this ever-changing, ever-dynamic process. Um, it's about interacting um, with the minds and the skills. Um, it's about uh, concepts. It's about people, money, and time, and things. It's about control, um, and it's about who, what, how, why, when, and where. So the center of the core of management are about these particular elements. Throughout the ages, um, a person uh, comes to the reality that there have been certain people that have developed particular models. So in the second circle, uh, around the center circle, um, this is simply just a simplified uh, uh, leadership circle. So the center is the core of what management. And then there were certain models that were developed. And the first model that was developed um, had four segments. So you're dividing your second circle now into four pie size pieces. And um, so the one pie size piece, you can write the word control. The second pie size, you can write the word plan. The next is organize. And the next is uh, execution and the, the coordination of execution uh, and evaluation that goes with it. So it's coordinate and execute and evaluate. So as business science began to develop, this was one of the first models um, that, that began uh, to develop. Went right through the industrial age, and that's what, what most supervisors and managers uh, are taught um, in the art of management. 
and it's essential and critical to being able to be a leader, to be able to shift from being a manager to a leader. So the shift in the story of becoming a leader is I've given myself permission and I've, I've integrated the ability to control and to plan and to organize and to coordinate, execute and manage um, and to evaluate and to diagnose. The next circle is the circle as that began to evolve um, uh, from Japan, um, they begin, began to develop what is known as the quality circle. Now the quality circle has um, eight pie-sized pieces to it. And uh, in each of the pie-sized pieces, uh, you can write the following. One is caring, uh, the other one is problem identification, the other one is problem solving, uh, the other one is problem avoidance. In other words, it's proactive awareness. Uh, the other pie piece is improving quality. The other pie piece is increasing productivity. The other pie piece is involvement and engagement in the job. And the other pie piece is pride in achievement. So when you're looking at how management has evolved from the industrial age, it is shifted from there, then the Japanese came up with their uh, quality circle uh, around which they believed management uh, should be paying attention to. Then the next uh, circle is uh, a revised circle of the, the Japanese quality circle, which is the Western solution to that. And it also has eight uh, components uh, and pie pieces in the circle, and the eight pieces uh, are divided as such. Um, there's one entitled Motivation, where uh, there's listening involved, and there's uh, performance appraisal, and there's a job description. So there's clarity of what is done and how it needs to be done uh, with a listening component. The next pie piece slice is um, the ability to communicate, investigate, and analyze. The ability to analyze and investigate. Uh, another pie piece uh, could be entitled the ability to detect uh, and to evaluate, and then to develop reports, and then to develop uh, records which can turn into a learning experience. So the learning circle uh, begins to evolve out of this particular pie, pie slice. The next pie slice is one of training and personal study and uh, planning and scheduling. Um, the next pie slice is one of installing uh, and planning and controlling and training. And uh, the other Pi slice is one of performance standards along with um, the communication of those standards, the evaluation of those standards, and the control of those standards. The second to last pie piece uh, in this subset of circle is recognition, uh, results, achievement, um, and getting uh, satisfaction. And then the final pie piece in this circle is around teamwork, around pride, and the impact of profit. 
The outer circle has 10 components built into it, and uh, it's the what is known as Batten. Um, he came up with what is known as the motivational circle or cycles of management. So um, he said that if we're going to manage people, the first thing we need to do is to examine strengths. And then the second pie slice of the outside circle is to care. And then the third is to listen actively. And then the fourth is to find um, each other's strengths and to orchestrate those strengths. Um, the fifth element is, and pie slice, is to provide positive reinforcement. And the sixth pie slice is to obtain uh, improvement, continuous improvement. And um, the seventh pie slice is about leading by example. The eighth pie slice is about uh, rewarding people for efforts and uh, second mile efforts. And um, the ninth pie slice is about providing the stretch factor. So you're stretching people and challenging them appropriately. And the tenth pie slice is about expecting excellence. So when one looks at how management has evolved, it's evolved over the centuries from the core element of what management is all about um, in four major moves or um, from the epicenter of management, we've had these um, uh, circles uh, that have evolved from the center and there's a new one developing. But it's all about being able to manage. So the objective of looking at the left-hand side page to look at all these circles is to ask yourself, so what do I integrate into my management style, come leadership style, and um, I want you to use a coloring pencil and color in in the pie slices that you are uh, and you that you sense that you've integrated into your capacity as a leader um, and that is foundational to your leadership. So management is a foundational element uh, to being a proficient leader. On the right hand side, the exercise I'd like you to pay attention to here is if you divide the uh, right-hand half of the page um, into three columns. The first column is um, the, the uh, managerial proficiency. The second column is the elements contained in that. And the third column is your evaluation and action plan steps. So any good manager uh, and there's going to be four uh, main criteria. And then in that same block, I'm going to give you the subset. So um, the, the first criteria is about managing the job. Um, managing the job is about uh, administrative capacities. And that's about administering your time management and prioritizing the difference between urgent, important, and critical um, it's about setting targets um, and also at the same time uh, aligning that with standards, quality, assurance. And it's about scheduling the work and planning that work and orchestrating in such a way um, that it is a deliverable. Going down, still in the first column, 
Um, the second managing proficiency uh, foundational to a good leader is the ability to uh, relate others to others and to, and to manage others. And that's about uh, communication and it's about listening and it's about organizing of thought and it's about giving clear information and it's about getting uh, information, soliciting that information uh, in an unbiased way. So it's, it's uh, literally moving the ego aside and allowing an openness of mind. Uh, going down is um, the third component of proficiency is about building, uh, building others and that's about supervising others. Um, and that is about uh, training people, it's about coaching them, it's about delegating uh, appropriate tasks to appropriate people with the appropriate strengths and skills and expertise. Um, it's about appraising their performance and it's about disciplining and aligning and counseling people. Um, always difficult sometimes for authoritarian and driver type people, quite easy because they don't care about uh, people's feelings and they just go in there and do it. Um, but sensitivity to people uh, is always um, an amazing proficiency that one can have. And then the fourth and final area in the first column downwards is the capacity to think as a manager. And that's about uh, identifying and solving problems. It's the ability to make decisions and to weigh risk. It's the ability to think clearly and analytically. And it's about being cognitive. Um, all of these four elements, of course, add up and it's about um, helping me as a leader manage myself. So managing myself is learning about how I do these four uh, components at the same time. So uh, the self-management and the self-governance is an end result. It's a byproduct of what I do when I am paying attention to these four criteria that I've just listed. So let's go and have a look at the top area about time management. And in the element uh, side of it, it's about managing time fairly well. Um, it's about shifting my priorities. It's about having a plan and not being flustered when challenges and problems come up and I have to uh, shift one thing from today to tomorrow's agenda. So, and, and not making the mistake of, okay, then I'm just not going to plan and let me just work with crisis every day. It's about setting of goals and that's about um, the ability to uh, understand what my standards are, what the activities are, that I'm goal-directed, um, and that I have a capacity to accomplish uh, those standards within a given timeline. And with regards to planning and scheduling of work, it's about the ability to schedule each uh, activity in such a way that I reduce the chance of crisis and that I manage proactively, setting and arranging all of these things around the resources and the orchestration of the resources coming to the party at the right time. So it's about timetables, it's about creating Excel spreadsheets as to who does what when, almost like project management. So when I look at um, the composite of administrative capacity and managing the job, then, then it's, it's about doing those things. And you can rate yourself in the right-hand side column. And uh, where you rate low, 
um, ask others to also rate you in a 360 and then make decisions around that. The listening component um, about the component of relating to others is the ability to, to listen, to recall, um, to withhold judgment and inferences, um, and to evaluate meaning. It's about uh, paying attention to um, interpreting uh, that kind of information and uh, to organize that capacity uh, with, within the ability to manage uh, so that you have relevance of purpose. And um, it's about unbiased information so that you allow other people to share and that you use non-directive and directive questions effectively so that uh, your team member uh, gives you all the information that you need. So it's like I go and scratch where it really itches. The third component elements around uh, training and coaching and appraising people's performance is around the elements of um, orchestrating knowledge and skills and attitudes, developing people and their capacities, um, putting them on training programs, reinforcing and maintaining um, desirable behavior, and to correct where there's uh, deflection and not to be afraid to discipline. Uh, in a very constructive uh, and very focused way. So it's about dealing with things exactly as they happen. Um, the final element descriptive is about where I think clearly, and that's about solving problems where I display um, efficiency and proficiency, where I make decisions, where I weigh the risk, and where I think clearly and I don't uh, fall into the mind trap. Uh, of just doing it my way all the time, where my faculty uh, are, is completely open and I'm examining with logic, I'm looking at the facts and reminding myself of the scripture that a fool makes the decision with, uh, without looking at all the facts. So take some time in evaluating yourself in the right-hand column and developing action steps that will help you to close the gaps in your management proficiency which is foundational to effective leadership. I know and trust that this um, is going to help you to develop and the impact. If you could do these things better, I wonder what that would be um, in terms of value for you. Until our next coaching session, it's Bill Price.